Britain is about to witness the birth of robot wars. They're still making final adjustments. Three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to Activate, the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the hitman, along with me as always. We'll just try and try and log in here. Just trying to pick up the Rob server. Just connecting. No one's on the phone, that's uh, that's good. I don't think we're... I think we're on. Are we on? That doesn't sound good. <laughs> okay, I think we're on. It's Robbie Armisley. It's just buffering. Uh, uh, yeah, hello? <laughs> hello, can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear me? Do you remember 56k modem era where it was like downloading a picture was like awesome? Like he'd be like, I've actually got this picture on my computer now. I don't have to go to the website. I've it's, saved it. It's insane. I had a um, chipped PS1 where you could play pirated games. Mm-hmm. I only now appreciate how much time my dad must have spent pirating all those games because <laughs> that was not <laughs> was not a quick process back then to download no. a game. Think of how long it takes to download a PS4 game today. It took a lot longer. Well, you think a fo- a picture would appear line by line on 56K. Yeah, slowly but surely. So imagine an entire game. We Early are internet. Activate Podcast, and <laughs> yes. we are coming at you with our incredibly belated Hall of Fame for the latest season. Season 10 Hall of Fame, three months after it <laughs> finished airing. I've been slowly wandering the halls of my manor pondering <laughs> for three months <laughs> it gives me the image of a uh, you know those um those little pipes but they uh yeah. they blow bubbles out <laughs> of course because <laughs> i have a, a terrible pipe like <laughs> swilling a brandy in a in a in a short glass in a robe in a robe but you're fully clothed under the robe so it's redundant. jeans and t-shirt but <laughs> totally redundant <laughs> yeah. it's there for show many leather bound books yeah, but none of them have the name on the spine or anything. No. If you're lucky, one of them will have like a volume number. It'll just say like four in Roman numerals. And then that's it. You've just got to know what it is. If you ever go to an incredibly wealthy person's house and they do have loads of books on the shelves, and I mean loads, know that they probably haven't read them and they actually went to a company and bought in bulk whatever. Because apparently that's a thing. Of course it is. Like, <laughs> seriously, have you ever seen anyone read a leather bound book? <laughs> One of the big, like, tome-like Like, like proper ones, yeah, yeah. Where you'd have to, like, proper use your hands to flick through pages, and dust comes out as you open it. Tea-stained pages with, like, dog-eared edges, and... Yeah. No, never seen anyone get one. <laughs> never. Not in a million years. No, never seen anyone read one. What were we talking about again? I think we're supposed to be talking about Robot Wars. Hall of Fame. <laughs> Just Hall of Fame. We go, Hall of Fame. Oh, where, where am I? Hall of Fame. Okay, what do you want to do? Do you want to... Depends how you want to do it. We've got a Q&A segment we, we will need to do. There's about 15, 16 questions. We can do that first and then move on to the awards. Yeah, let's do that. Go Q&A segment. Give me a jingle. Answer some, some questions, Q&A. 
Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. The more I say beautiful, the more true it is. <laughs> That's the theory. Question Questions. One. I asked for questions on Twitter, Facebook, which we have now. We have a Facebook page. Please come like us. We're only on like 15 likes at the moment, so it's sort of embarrassing. So you're obliged <laughs> to, to come and like the Facebook page and follow it. We're going to be recording in six months' time. It'll be like, guys, we're... We've gone down slightly on the Facebook. <laughs> We're twice. now on nine <laughs> follows. This is, please press the like button. Please like and follow the Facebook page. <laughs> uh, I don't think I even follow the Facebook page yet. So I should probably look into that. <laughs> you probably, uh, yeah, you probably should. <laughs> that, could, that could be one of the first. Okay. Um, question one from at LT Dangerous. Now that we've seen snippets of merchandise yet to come, what Robot Wars merchandise books, etc., would you like to see made? I would like there to be proper sports team jerseys for each house robot. Each house robot? Every yeah. bot? And every, every bot. Every bot. So you could proper, like, in style, support your chosen bot. Proper team, yeah, proper team jerseys. Yeah. With, like, really a shield or stuff. emblem and stuff like that. Oh, uh, what would yeah. Sir Killalot's emblem be? It'd be have to be something like a, a proper, like, royal kind of shield kind yeah, of emblem. You know what I mean? Like a coat of arms kind of thing. Yeah. That'd be kind of neat. See. What would Matilda's be? Just like an arse or something? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something like a, maybe like a, the skull of a dinosaur or something. Something oh, yeah. that suits a kind of triceratops kind of look. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, and ask. That'd be fine. <laughs> so they always go on about it. They do. Uncomfortably so. Yeah, it's, it's Jonathan Pierce's favourite thing. Yeah. I'd like to see literally at this point any merchandise is great. We've had a couple of books so far and that's it. Hints and inklings of, um, toy based stuff. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we get we get a renewal so we have more likely of a chance of getting more merchandise but i want everything i want coasters mm-hmm. um shirts mm-hmm. hats mm-hmm. like everything uh, I'm, I'm just looking around the room at the moment candles what else have i got headphones yep doormat the lot mate <laughs> just <laughs> clocks put, get that brand out there yeah. pop that robot wars logo on everything to the point where you can't get away from it and everyone has to watch it because the logo's everywhere nice detailed figurines of carbide well, we follow someone who's like in the making a robot wars game on twitter don't we yeah we oh, yeah. we do have a question about games later on so oh, okay, we'll, uh, okay. we'll get to games then well, but yeah in terms of general merchandise at the moment anything although a very comprehensive ridiculous guide to everything robot wars would be nice as opposed to us just sort of having small guides covering certain things. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of more like annuals than encyclopedias. Yeah, I'd like a big fat Robot Wars encyclopedia yeah. that only me and probably a few of the listeners to this podcast <laughs> would buy. It would not be economically viable, no, but no. I would I, I would buy it. It would be awesome nonetheless. It would be great. It's a big, a big leather-bound Robot Wars tome. Perfect. With sketches of the robots because it's all <laughs> it's all old style. It's so old school that it's got sketches. And you see that like cliche blueprint design. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time a robot wars anything comes out, chances are there's something that looks blueprinty. They've got yeah, because it's <laughs> it's mechanical stuff. Engineering, which means blueprints. Oh yeah, gotta have blueprints. But yeah, I'd like to see anything right now. Mm. He also asks, who would win? Razor or Hypnodisc? Famously never fought. They refused to fight each other at one point, which we'll get to during our podcast timeline. Can Razor tank Hypnodisc strikes? Probably. 
that's my thought. My thought yeah. is classic Razor versus classic Hypno Disc is a case of Razor just balls straight for Hypno Disc, mm-hmm. tanks the one hit that will come off, and mm-hmm. by that point, you know, Hypno Disc is in Razor's grasp. Razor wins. Well, exactly. If it just sits there tanking the hits, you know, if they're face on, Razor could just gradually put an end to the disc, couldn't it? Yeah, I, I, th- I think Razor would have won that. Yeah, I don't think Hypno Disc was quite dangerous enough to destroy Razor. Not destroy Razor quickly enough. Then saying that, Razor spent about two or three seasons straight just going through mechanical issues and yeah. not working. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe, so maybe one, one strike will hit. knock something out and that'll be it. One good hit can take yeah. it out. It got beaten by a pussycat with a circular saw. So that's so. yeah, maybe. It yeah. depends what version of each bot you're going with. You know, Is it the first version of Hypnodisc versus the earlier razor or is it world champion razor versus later hypno disc it depends but i mm. my money would be on razor i think yeah absolutely so there you go that's who i think would win or who we think would win see now they never have to do it because we've settled it yeah well there's, there's no <laughs> point in doing it it'll just be disappointing now after the ridiculous stuff we've seen in season 10 nothing could live up well to unless it. they give it some sort of major revamp to both bots that's it'd true. have to be almost to the point where they're only the bot in name though yeah, so, it would be just you know. super new versions of each one. Exactly. So look, did you ever play the awful Robot Wars video games? Now you've played one, haven't you? I've played a few of them. Mm. I remember playing the two that came out on PC. I think they came out on PS2 on Xbox as well. Mm-hmm. Extreme Destruction and Arenas of Destruction. Mm-hmm. May have come out in a different order to that. I didn't think they were awful. I thought they were pretty good, but then I was like nine and Robot Wars <laughs> video games was just a cool thing in general. Yeah. But I remember they, they worked essentially has how the show worked for early 2000s video games. You put them in the pit that you would win. They would get destroyed. Bits would come off. You could build your own robot, different yeah. weapons, different power and classes. And it all worked just fine for what the era could give you. Yeah. I didn't yeah. hate them. The Game Boy game that I've played leaves a fair amount to be desired, to say the least. I mean, it's limited by the fact that it's a Game Boy game. It's a Game Boy Color game, There's only yeah. so much you can put in. It's a top-down, not even really isometric view, like a flat top-down mm. helicopter view, and nothing makes any sense. Like, all the weapons just do damage. Even the flippers, they don't flip things. You use the flipper, it pops up, and the enemy's health bar just slowly drops oh, as you do wow. it. Like, yeah, really poor stuff. See, this is why we need new Robot Wars games. Yeah, I really want a new one. I'd love a new one just to see how it works, but I think Arenas of Destruction, or Arena of Destruction, can't remember if it's plural, and Extreme Destruction, they weren't that bad. I think if you can replicate those games in a modern form, destruction graphics and physics... And as long as it just fits the Robot Wars rules, I think they'd be great. That's all I'd want from a new Robot Wars game is Robot Wars. That's why I'd be yeah. able to play Robot Wars. Exactly. That'd be fine. That, that's all I need. It'd be great. Or maybe we could do some Let's Plays of the games and... See how bad they truly yeah. were if they were really that awful. We'll See do if some nostalgia investigating. Is, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See if it's all a special episode on video games. There you go. That'd be a fun one, mm. wouldn't it? Have videos to to match up with it as well. I guess it would be fun to see some not simulation based video games of Robot Wars. Yeah. Where I don't know, like you're you're playing as Sir Killalot, the person <laughs> doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> or something weird like a yeah. fighting game. Yeah. Beat 'em up brawler. 
What, like a side beat-em-up? Like a side-scrolling beat-em-up. But where... with just Robot Wars bots, just, I don't know. Yeah, you'd have things. Yeah. And, like, you know, the bosses would be house robots and stuff. Would it work from a, like, f- a driving perspective? Or, like, a third person? Because I always... you Your initial thought when you think about a Robot Wars game is that it's going to be kind of more or less top-down, or like a wrestling game view. You know? Yeah, you see the arena. Just, exactly. Just see it. Yeah, now, how whole... weird would it be if it was actually from a, a racing game perspective? Even I a third-person think... racing game perspective? I think Extreme Destruction was. Really? Yeah, I think it was oh, from, God. like, a third-person kind of over-the-top-of-the-not shoulder, I suppose, but yeah. over-the-top of behind the robot view, and it would, yeah, yeah, the camera would turn as you would turn it and stuff. That's brilliant. So, yeah. I'd like that. I think I'd prefer that a lot. I think the best way to solve that, mm. just use be able to select which... Uh, what what camera scheme? Well, you of want? course, now that we're in this era of gaming, yeah. we can we can ask for stuff like that. Hell, there'll be a there'll be a view from inside, like the Roboteers. Like, oh, that'd be you know. great. That'd be great. Roboteer view. That'd be amazing. Like a simulation of their of their control schemes yeah. as well. Just so you can get an idea of how freaking hard it is yeah, to actually not, drive a bot. Not quite video game controls on these things. Mm. It actually takes effort to program the remote to play somewhat like a video game. So it's intuitive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And include things like talk and maybe even like if you played on like an extremely difficult setting, it'd be a hundred percent realistic. So you'd have talk and maybe even like delay if you're playing as an older bot and stuff like that. Yeah. All these different controller interruption and like link falling out and all of these different (laughs) things that can happen. You know, like be like, oh man. (laughs) If you build your bot and link is in a unwise place and not solidly secure enough, you'll fall out. You know, all these different things you could do. And if you're playing like um, bots from the '90s, they could even like go into like square box vision as opposed <laughs> to widescreen, yeah. and yeah. just give it that like VHS kind of sheen. Change the resolution yeah. of it, and change the arena to the old one. Oh, and then you'd have all the different arenas that would be options. You could pick arena because oh. they did that in I know in Arena of Destruction they did, but the the bonus arenas were ridiculous things like a Russian airfield or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or on top of a tower. Like no, in my cool head ideas, but yeah. we're talking. Actual, just different arenas from. Oh, oh. you can play the gauntlet. How ridiculous! <laughs> that in the game, and if you oh play it on God. the hardest mode, so Killer Lot just comes and just stops you from yeah. moving. Just and just... it's like if you play on extreme realism mode, if you play as a certain bot, you will just like go onto the ramp and get stuck. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say in extreme realism mode, if you play it as a certain bot, the producers approach you and say, "Sorry, you can't, you can't do it." <laughs> Sorry, we've got someone better. <laughs> well, you have a false start and your bot just doesn't move, and that's it. You've lost. Yeah, it's it. like it's an actual gamble to just start playing the freaking gauntlet <laughs> oh the more amazing. realistic it gets the more ridiculous it gets that's uh that's but, the video games that's the ideal video game yeah never happened because there's so many variables exactly be ridiculous but god maybe one day vr robot wars as well Oof. oh vr robot wars vr from the robot perspective vr from the, the roboteer's perspective. perspective that'd be amazing be great yeah be great there i'd love to just watch robot wars in vr they should have this like a the 360 cam i've in. always thought if they planted a 360 cam right in the middle of the arena yeah or just above it or just above it mind you then mm. yeah no that works i was just trying comes to picture... down low enough yeah and yeah. you can just look down you can watch the whole thing inevitably somehow a bot a bit of a bot would fly into it yeah that's the problem of it being in the middle of the arena yeah. as well it's inevitably carbide destroys it in episode one yeah fight one fight one they don't have the budget carbide for like comes another. into contact with some sort of 
some bot and sends bits of it upwards into the air. <laughs> and the, the, the five seconds of footage you get of VIs, you put your headset on, you just see Carbide come towards you and then it, <laughs> then it's gone. <laughs> That'd be great. It'd be brilliant. I wouldn't even be mad. Okay, so take us to question three. Three? Four. <laughs> question question four. four. From Robot War Shunt Posting. How much win does a spin spin need if a spin spin could win win? Spin spin win. 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 Spin spin win win. If it could. How much spin would it need? Hypothetically. No, de- de- like definitively. Definitively needs a serious proper answer. Else, I- I'm guessing they're gonna, they're basing this on a robot they're building, and we need to tell them the correct answer, or lives could be in danger. Oh boy, I'm gonna go with six. Six spins. No, wins. just just six. Just six. I think the answer is Wednesday. That's a good point. I didn't mm, even consider that yeah. as, a, as an option at first, but now you that go. you've mentioned it. Wednesday. I reckon that I reckon Wednesday win does spin spin to win win if it could. Wednesday win win spin spin if it could. Winning Wednesdays. Win spin Wednesdays. Wednesdays. <laughs> Spins days. Spins days. <laughs> it's just, it's just go- oh, yeah. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Question. Ob- 25. 25, yeah, close <laughs> enough. Objectively, Joe. Pussycat is the best robot. Wait, that's not even a question. No, it's not, objectively, Joe. No, it's not. And Pussycat- It raises some questions. <laughs> Pussycat was a good robot, but it was never champion, so I don't think we could ever say it was the best robot, because it did get beat a few times. And was disqualified once, I think, as well. <laughs> Pussycat isn't the best robot. It's just a good one. But but that is just one man's opinion, so, you know. Well, yeah. He might disagree. Well, I think he does. <laughs> Do Judging by the fact that he says Pussycat is the best robot. <laughs> Judging by the statement. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. That's, yeah. uh, you know. Well, let's put it against Carbide and see what happens, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not so uh, confident now. <laughs> Question one. Puropori Podcast. Love those guys. What is the real deal... With Mr. Burns' assistant, Smithers. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the real deal with Mr. Burns' assistant, Smithers, is that he's Mr. Burns' assistant. Oh, Thanks. That was a fairly solid Simpsons reference there. That was well a done. fairly solid one, yeah. That's a good we one. were like seconds away from steamed hams there. <laughs> yep, yep. Question X. Are you having to find question X? Question X. No. Oh, oh, Thomas Johnston asks, what is our dream 10-way? We can choose new or old robots. Ah, oh, 10-way. Mm. So the first bots I want to put in are Carbide and Gabriel 2. Who else do we want to put in? The problem is I've now listed arguably two of the best bots. I say... From the series. How about this? Ten seasons of Robot Wars, mm-hmm. ten champions, mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. Problem is, there's been two-time champions in in Chaos Two. But you can then fill in with Hypno Disc. Yeah, the second place of that of one of those seasons. Sure. Is there an argument for Apollo and nine cluster bots? There's an argument <laughs> for a lot of robots of nine <laughs> cluster bots. 
That would be fun. Well, that's a good point. How many robots could we get in there if we start counting everything that has cluster bots? So if we get you got the swarm, that was yep. four bots. Yeah. The kegs was two bots. Kegs was six. Kegs was two bots. And then I guess you could argue that Terra Turtle had hatchling. Yes, it did. So that counts. So that's two bots. Uh, Nuts comes with. Does nuts come with two or three? Yeah. Nuts got um, expulsion had detention. Yeah, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, Gemini from the original series was a two bot cluster. So there's Mm -hmm, two mm -hmm. bots there. I think we've only got up to five, and we're already at like maybe ten to fifteen robots (laughs) in the arena. There's going to be more clusters. There is more clusters. Oh, absolutely. Bots. Oh, absolutely. We could go on. Or how about like nine bots from the first series? Just against Carbide. Yeah. You knew exactly what I was just going with that, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we know Activate, exactly. and then just bits of bots <laughs> flying through the air. Yeah. yeah. Cease. And then that'll be it. <laughs> Poor roadblock would just be Aww. all over the place. And then there'd be, God, what else was there from... Do you remember the Demolisher, that really tiny robot? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cunning Plan was another tiny robot mm-hmm. from the first season. Recyclops. It'd get destroyed. Get annihilated. I mean, it was like remote control cars that were self-made, but now we've got arguably actual weapons. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a- uh, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's a whole bunch of different lineups we could have, but I'd say they were pretty tasty ones there. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of different Dream 10 ways you could have to the point where I don't think we could settle on one, but I would like to see one with a ridiculous number of cluster bots just all in there, just to see what happens. Fantasy celebrity special. What celebrities and what bots do they get? Ooh. So Donald Trump with Donald Thump. Yeah, that's perfect. I like that. There we go. So that's one. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our way. We'd have to bring back Craig Charles and give him one of the originals. Yeah. That'd be cool. Craig Charles in there with... I'm trying to think of a bot he liked. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he like, disliked every bot. He, was... no, he liked lots of bots. Yeah, he pretty much liked every bot. And that makes you suspicious. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not like bringing Clarkson back. You know I mean? like, <laughs> He'd be in there as well. We may yeah. well have, but may with have... who? Because he hated legitimately every bot. That's, that's what makes it brilliant. He hates all the bots, so give him carbide so he can destroy them Oh, all. yeah. Yeah, he'd like that, wouldn't he? Yeah, there you go. yeah he'd love that. That'd in be fact, it. he probably watches the latest series and thinks, oh, oh, this picked up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Does he, though? He, he strikes you as someone who, deep in his mind, he'd be thinking that, but outside he'd be like, yeah, good, I got out of that. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's not that good, Robot Wars. But inside, he's like, no. Did you hear that he's going to be doing the reboot of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to wish he was on Robot Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Did it actually ever end? Or Uh, It went to syndication, and then it felt like it didn't end. Do you know what I mean? Some things do that. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's like Come Dine With Me. It's just never going to end, even when it finishes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's so many episodes now you physically can't there's not enough not time in the it. lifetime to watch them all no no not up with the, the elite television of bbc like robot wars and yeah master chef you know that's the, exactly. that's the top stuff these are the ones you want to greg wallace well greg wallace <laughs> these one definitely <laughs> don't know what you'd have. some kind of vegetable based bot exactly grocer <laughs> yeah bad work i like that i'd like to see no fielding designer bot Oh, no fielding. Yeah, perfect. Like, he Got does a no lot fielding, of this yeah. abstract weird art and he comes up with a lot of the weird stuff on the bush and I think it'd be interesting to see what he would make. What do you think he would go with? Oh, no, no. Jellyfish would be his current Oh, yeah, one. that'd be his one. Yeah, definitely. 
But yeah. I'd like to see what he could actually come, come up, up with, with as a yeah. concept. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Yeah. So, so far, we've got Donald Trump. With Donald Thump. Yep. We've got Craig Charles with, with a robot. <laughs> a robot from the originals. Yeah. Jeremy Clarkson mm-hmm. with Carbide. Yep. Oh, Greg Wallace with some oh. sort of vegetable. Yep. Um, no no fielding, fielding with jellyfish. With jellyfish or abstract robot of his choosing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who else have we got? Kind of a five-man thing. It won't yeah. work that way. No, we need more. We need more. We need, like, at least one more, maybe a few more. Oh, one more to make two freeways and then... Yeah, one more yeah. to make a modern episode. Yeah. What's the last celebrity we choose? Mm. Who else? Who fits right in there? That's a really tough one. I kind of want to have Angela as a competitor. It'd be very intense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Who would she get? She's very, like, she'd be banging on the glass. What did she drive in the um special? Ooh, was it wasn't it? TR2, was it? Dara had TR2, didn't Dara it? Dara had TR2, so she had Behemoth. Ah, uh, see. Yeah, there you go. Work. She's got experience She's with that got experience now, so with there that you go. There you go. Perfect. The dream celebrity lineup yeah. is three presenters of the <laughs> Robot Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump, <laughs> Greg Wallace, and Noel Fielding. You know it'd never happen. We'd never be able to get Greg Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's how they should solve all politics, though. It's good old-fashioned robot wars. Yeah, definitely. That's Scrap how we settle things. <laughs> robot wars competition to decide the leader of the free world. Yeah. Crikey. Got someone's from email now. I'm surprised how many questions came through email, though I think a few of them were from like the past month in general rather than just uh, when I started asking for questions. Question E email sure why not matt lewis dot any plans to review king of bots and will you be reviewing the new battle bots as it airs Hmm. it's a big undertaking after doing robot wars series two which we will finish (laughs) it was already put up to vote and people have voted for battle bots 2016 series being done there so i think if we Hmm. did 2018 battle bots and then 2016 battle bots and then we may as well just do BattleBots in order. We'll get the modern ones out of the way first, then we'll do classic ones at some other point. Yeah, probably not doing modern BattleBots. BattleBots? Those BattleBots. Modern BattleBots, <laughs> as, it, as it airs. Yeah, yeah. King of Bots. So we've got what? All the rest of Robot Wars to review. Mm-hmm. BattleBots to review. Mm-hmm. Modern new series of BattleBots and Robot Wars as they come out mm-hmm. to review. Where the hell does King of Bots fit in there? Mm. It'll be 20 years before we get to it. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's a chance. It would be better off for some kind of spin-off podcast, maybe a Patreon kind of thing in the future. It's the sort of thing I'm thinking of where we mm-hmm. could fit in King of Bots, Robot Wars Extreme Warriors, mm-hmm. because... We'll never get to that on the main podcast. It just doesn't fit in anywhere. Yeah. So it would literally be so many years before we started to review it. Oh, yeah. There's Robot Wars. There's like Nickelodeon Robot Wars. That happened. Oh, my God, really? Again, that's very much standalone, so it doesn't fit in anywhere. There's Dutch Robot Wars. I don't even know if you can find that online, but that's a thing. Then there's other weird robot-based shows. Like, there was, was it Robotica? Yeah. And stuff like that. That would all make sense for a sort of spin-off podcast, a Patreon podcast, maybe for backers, that kind of thing. I don't know. Tell us if you're interested in that sort of thing. It'd be interesting to know because that's the sort of stuff that would be nice for us to take a break from whatever we're reviewing 
and just go on to something a bit random and different once a month to to do. Mm-hmm. And it would allow us to review stuff outside of mainline Robot Wars and BattleBots, which is all going to be on the main podcast. So yeah, I'd like to review King of Bots, but it's finding a way to do it. Bam Bam, guessing it's not their real name. Next question. Do you feel Robot Wars would have fared better since the reboot? Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere other than the BBC, so I'm guessing they mean on a different network. Um, yeah, good point. Question. I mean, when it's with the BBC, it feels like it's part of a established network. Yeah, the established it's very, network. You don't get as more as more of an established network mm-hmm. like in the UK than the BBC. And when it's on the BBC, you don't have to supposedly you don't have to appeal to advertisers. Yes, you just have to appeal to the BBC. You could also say that means no sponsorship and stuff, or at least no sponsorship being shown on the show for Mm -hmm. individual bots as well, because no advertising. So what you're saying is if they went to a different channel, which did use adverts, the the bots could also take on sponsorship, and then the bots themselves could take on sponsorship. In theory, like BattleBots has more money behind it than Robot Wars. Yeah, I don't know. BBC feels like it... It's a great option, just as long as they get things like the the time slot and stuff right. Yeah. BBC clearly haven't forgotten about it. They're, they're airing. airing the show on Saturday morning television at the moment. I think they're in the middle of season nine. <clears throat> Was it Robot Wars are sponsoring something? Mm-hmm. So they haven't forgotten about Robot Wars, clearly. So hopefully there'll be another season announced, which means hopefully more money goes into it, at least a little bit. So we have more Robot Wars. I don't know. Robot Wars is good at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's not like we can complain about that. No. Maybe it could be better with a higher budget, but I suppose that is the BBC's fault. But if it went to another network, I feel like Mentorn Media, you'd say whatever you want about their production style on the original series, but current series of Robot Wars, series is, is that plural of it? Sure. It is now, are really good. So I'd want it produced by the same people if it went to another network. And I don't know if that would work or not. Yeah, exactly. There's loads to think about there. And just the demands of the show would be different. Yeah, That's it'd be very problem. different. Yeah, yeah. very, very different show with ads. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Robot Wars, in terms of quality, is in a great place. Yeah, everything could be better yeah. with more money behind it. So oh, that's hard. Time. That's like a, that's a weird argument to make yeah. almost. You know, if I could go to an alternate universe where Robot Wars got renewed on ITV Channel 4 or something yeah. to see what that was like, you know, I'm intrigued by it. But I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I don't know enough about the TV industry, to be honest. <laughs> like, I can't sit here and pretend I know about how all of it works. So what if uh, another channel mm-hmm. started airing BattleBots in a prime slot? Yeah, where does BattleBots air here at the moment? I don't know. But what if it was on a major channel and it was running exactly opposite Robot Wars? And it was... Ooh, that's interesting. And we started having the Sunday Night Wars. Between the, the, two, Wars between the two productions, like, battling over viewership and ratings. And bots. And they're having to, like, argue over signing the specific bots to their show. Competition yeah. always makes stuff better, generally speaking. Yeah. So you might get something better out of Robot Wars. Or the BBC would be like, ah, everyone's tuning into BattleBots and give up on it. <laughs> that's up. the that's Yeah, the that's risk. the one you don't want. Yeah. That's, that's the risk Big time. involved there. Yeah. But yeah, what if another, cha- what if another channel started... Their own robot combat-based show. Yeah. I don't know if they have any reason to right now, but what if they did? Makes you wonder. 
in terms of popularity, it's not where it was at in the late 90s, early 2000s. No. Something needs to be done to help promote it in that respect. Mm-hmm. You just got to get the kids. That, that's the market. Yep. That's, that's the best market yep. for it. Yeah, us as adults love it, but a lot of us that love it because we either watched it as kids exactly, or, or have some kind of interest in over the top i mean we're wrestling fans for god's sake exactly we kind of like that over the top we weird. like the drama we like dra- the drama of two things fighting each other that shouldn't be it's just that's exactly. kind of our thing it's a niche but kids will love that niche yeah so that, that's- and you've got to corner that encouraging engineering market you know what i mean yeah yeah more people that are encouraged to get into engineering the more people that can actually build robots to go on robot wars Exactly. Nothing's going to encourage a kid more to get into engineering than being told that they're allowed to build something that destroys other things. So that's really what they should be angling towards, you know? Yeah. But does that mean, like, thinking about that now, you look at the old Robot Wars seasons, mm-hmm. and you had, like, like 100 bots in a season. 90% of them would be real basic stuff. Yeah. Like a paper mache over a basic remote control car we all know which one you're talking about yeah (laughs) yeah all the all that kind of stuff (laughs) psycho sprout things yeah psycho sprout all that kind of weird stuff is the bar too high for some some people now to get into building a robot well that's why you need a junior league don't you they i think they should do a school league yeah specifically a school league for schools to do you could enter your school you'd represent your school in Robot Wars, and they could legitimately do a school league. That'd be brilliant. That. It'd yeah. be really good. It'd be very helpful. And there's the other weight classes as well. I mean, they got a little looking as a bonus feature on... It was one of the last uh, It was one episodes, of the um, Christmas New Year specials, wasn't it? That was it, yep. But we haven't actually seen anything from uh, like featherweights or antweights. So what you need to do there is you need to corner the online market. You're probably not going to get, like, antweight onto television <laughs> no but online that'd be yeah be a great this thing to put on the bbc iplayer or bbc um bbc youtube Free. yeah BBC it's all 3. online anyway bbc3 yeah. have the ant weight league in there yeah that'd be amazing especially if they just kept it going kept a long-standing league table yeah. have something that people could invest in but also it'd be so low production costs because you don't even need an arena. You don't need you much, just need yeah. a big glass box. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's essentially all the arena is. A big glass box. HD cameras in there. All angles. Bam. And for the, like, the bonus features, the little, um, time filler bits, just have, I don't know, either teasers of upcoming seasons of Robot Wars or backstage goings on. Keep yeah. it very informal. Let the Roboteers' personalities come through because that's another thing that I think Robot Wars in general needs to capitalize more on. Like, oh, you've got all these big personalities, and they've started to come through a little bit in the latest series. You know what I mean? Like, they, you know, all their quirks and stuff. But these are some big personalities, and you've got to, you've got to give them some time. And then, like, as a viewer, you get, you get more invested in their bot as a result. In their bot, in the team. And then if they have future bots, you get more invested in their future bots because it's part of that team line. Exactly. Yeah. You're sporting a team as opposed to, just one bot yeah. at that point. Yeah. Well, it really went, <laughs> really went off the rails on that question. Yep. What's the next question? Next questions. Um, I think this question was brought in by someone else as well. Let me check the Twitter because this is a, this is a question asked by a Gemma Baker and pretty much the same question by Ashley Watkinson as well. If you were to enter Robot Wars, what would your perfect design look like? Would you build a bot? You know, that kind of thing. 
what's uh what's our idea what would we enter into robot wars if we could if we could build a bot our ideal bot i mean do we go into jercules right now the giant fist that punches them <laughs> that was our that was our dream bot for a while wasn't it jercules <laughs> yeah. the giant fist <laughs> and it just rams into things it's and... just like a it's gonna be like a pneumatic fist or like, punches forward. Do you know those in the cartoons where they have a boxing glove yeah. on the end of one of those a spring or like something like bong. Bong. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of be thing. Awful. In retrospect, probably not the best design for a bot in general. Maybe like a beetle or ant, but yeah. definitely not an actual heavyweight bot. <laughs> people would remember it though. It'd be up there with Donald Thump as yep. a bot people remember It'd be existing. Iconically bad. Yep. I think <laughs> the t-shirts with big fist on it. Just big fist. Big foam fists. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. Oh no. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I think if we were realistically actually going to try and design a winning bot, it would probably have to be a spinner or a flipper. I did have an idea of a very gradual slope wedge at the front, right. which led to a very high velocity vertical spinner. So they, the ramp, it would have to have the, the best ground clearance ever. And they would just go straight up this ramp. And as they sail over, they would just get uppercutted into oblivion by some, if it was like a, we're talking a super, you know, carbide grade spinner on the roof. Could you imagine what that would do to the undercarriage of another bot? You know? Okay. So instead of like what aftershock is, imagine mm-hmm. that. But the front wedge is longer, long, gradual. So they're definitely just going to go gliding up it. You hit the bot at an angle as opposed Mm -hmm. to head on. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting idea. You get right under it where it's less likely to be, to be armored. Yeah. To be armored because armor's all round the side. So if you can get top or bottom, that's where you want to hit things. And I'm thinking gradual gradient on the wedge in mind solely because of carbide. You know, oh, they, yeah, they okay. wouldn't be able to, if it was that gradual, I don't know. If you could keep that... the control going, if you could really make sure it's constantly facing the opponent, yeah. yeah and if your yeah. spinner stops working, as they tend to, mm-hmm. you've got a wedge. You've still got a wedge. You've got a wedge. You're like, yeah. that's something, that's something you can control with. Exactly. Yeah, that's a decent little idea. Yeah. That was my dream idea anyway, so, uh, yeah. It would say Jercules down the And it would say Jercules down the <laughs> side. Yeah, yeah. big fist on it at the back. Yeah. yeah, the back could just be a fist. Your face here. Your written face on it. here, written on it. <laughs> Fists to faces. Fists to faces. So much could catch these hands. But yeah, the problem with building a robot is knowing how. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there's all a pipe dream. I mean, there's probably a lot of um, issues that would come with that, It'll that be. we're not aware of as non-roboteer engineer. We'd have to start small, build our way up. We'd build an ant. We'd definitely have to start with an ant. Yeah, we'd have to start with an ant and build up the Jerkley's legacy yeah. as it goes on. Till we have just this row with various sized fists in a row. <laughs> just loads of like Greek god based <laughs> pun names. Yeah. <laughs> just like... A very little difference in between each bot, just size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you had to go. Next question. If you had to go one on one with a robot in the Robot Wars arena under Robot Wars rules, who would you face? If, I think if, it, if I had to fight, I think it literally means physically as a person. If you had to, if I don't know, like this is how the future of justice works. You've got to fight for your freedom, but you have to go into an arena under Robot Wars rules to physically fight a robot. 
Which one would you pick to face? Terra Turtle. Yeah, I it would, wouldn't start. I'm, I'm pretty... <laughs> I'm fairly humble in my fighting abilities, but I'm fairly sure I could kick Terra Turtle's face in. You can literally... Oh, uh, yeah, I reckon go... Just go behind Terra Turtle, because there is a little spinner mm. there. Yeah. You just find, pick up debris off the floor and start throwing it at it. Just jump on its back. Just wait, it'll stop. <laughs> it won't work. Wait. Just wait for it yeah. to stop working. That's exactly. a good point. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm with you, Terra Turtle. I was going to spice it up a, a bit by saying classic or reboot. But I think, yeah, Terra yeah. Turtle, I guess for classic, I would pick Psycho Sprout, because I'd just roll it away from me. You'd just give it a swift kick out of the arena, wouldn't you? You'd just push it, James. It'd be like a beach ball. You'd just pick it up and throw it. It's just not even heavy. It's, it's like a few, it's like sweet, like 10 kilos or something silly like that. Just pick it up and launch it over the, uh. I'll, I'll make it difficult. We'll go like, okay. So hard mode. What house spot from the new series would you fight in hand to hand combat? Hand to bot combat. See, this is an interesting one because. They're all pretty lethal. They're all pretty lethal. I feel like they're all so big. I feel like they could all just run you over and yeah, win. Exactly. <laughs> I don't it even would know not be pick. easy. I would not like to fight Matilda because nope. that blade on the back would <laughs> get you eventually. You. <laughs> and it would go straight through you. Um, and the front is a pair of tusks that can flip. Exactly. You know, things considerably heavier than a grown man very high yeah. into the air. Shunt would not like to fight Shunt. No, but that axe is deadly. That would punch you. Just, that would it kill would just you. flatten you. It'd be like yeah. facing a steamroller with an axe. It would crush you, wouldn't it? Um, it's between dead metal and Sir Killalot because there's kind of gaps in their armour where if you're very lucky, you could just put your hand in and, and, then, well, and then just pits. hope that you grab something that's terrible. But the thing with like dead metal is you have to remember it does have a circular sword. That's, a big one. Yeah. It's almost a kill lot. It's almost the it's better It's almost option. like he's better designed to fight as a... Well, he's quite quick on his um 360 spin, isn't he? I mean, you he turns turn to face you quite quick. and Quite quickly. Yeah. So if he just span in the spot. Well, if any of them just spun around in the spot. We're, at the end of the day, we're only flesh and bone. Yeah, we were just So we would just... We're brittle. We would just sort of fall apart. What about yeah. classic then? What about classic house robots? Classic, classic? Yeah, just old school house robots. Because they were a lot smaller. Yeah, they were a lot yeah. smaller. Like Shunt, for example, was lighter weight than what the normal bots are now. You see, now it would be a bad idea to pick a fight with Sergeant Bash because you're the right height for the flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's more likely to affect you as a human being. Yeah. That's a tough one. I'm, I'm pretty sure I could handle anyone from the old series within reason. Still some pretty dangerous bots in there. A lot more than the reboot season, but, but, anyway. Yeah, exactly. The reboot, um. It's, it's yeah. Terra Turtles who are beating reboot. At the end of the day, Carbide could kill a man. <laughs> All joking aside, Carbide <laughs> could definitely kill a man. Like, very easily. Yeah. Like, you would, it would be like launching yourself headfirst into a helicopter's exactly. propellers. Exactly. exactly what done. it would be. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to kick it away or something? <laughs> it just take your leg off. Well, what it's are you going to do if you kick it? Spin. It weighs 110 kilograms. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be There's nothing you can do about it. Kicking a wall. You're exactly. Not do anything. And it's pretty like nippy when it gets going. You can't like just try to jump away from it or over well, it. Know, It'll just turn around. Even if you jump on top of it, it could just put itself on the floor flipper and you'd yeah, go, exactly. you'd go flying and I'm break your neck. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to balance on it. <laughs> yeah. You fall on the floor, that thing's got you. Yeah. That's it. It's, you're dead. Brilliant. Lovely. Long answer short, Terra Turtle. Daniel Marshall asks... Question. Thoughts about seeing the live show versus TV. Was seeing the action up close 
but not being able to talk about it worth it over the tension story of the fully edited show and joining in with the social media reactions. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, that's, that's for me, I guess. Nice one. Well, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the important thing there is the the tension story and reactions. You still get that. You're just getting it from the roboteers, people backstage and the live audience. So it's not like mm. you miss out on it, but it is a bit different. Like watching season nine, the season I attended compared to season 10, they were fun in different ways because I didn't know anything that happened in season 10. So mm. I had no idea that we were going to get this crazy story from eruption coming back from the dead to take the series title and beat mm-hmm. carbide or that nuts was going to beat carbide mm-hmm. or anything like that. But it's not like I didn't enjoy season nine either, even though yeah. I attended it because half of the shocking stuff that happened in season nine, like a piece of aftershock going through the glass and being wedged there. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing that live is pretty crazy and seeing the piece of it be brought out and, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy in itself. It's, it's I don't know, they both have benefits. Attending it live versus watching it on TV, they're both very different experiences. I mean, it didn't make my job easy because everything I predicted whilst watching, when we were recording that series, I kept looking to see a reaction. Yeah. To see if there was like a hint of like, a, oh, that's what you think is going to happen. It's interesting. I mean, it's interesting that you think that's going to happen. Yeah. I have fun predicting stuff, but I also have fun watching everyone else come up with really wacky stuff when I know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. It's still fun either way. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you get a chance to watch it live, you may as well, because it's a pretty unique thing. Mm. I can watch the edited show over and over again. I can't attend it live. Once it's happened, it's happened. I can't attend season nine, episode three more than once, because that's That's the only time it happens. That's true. Done. They're both good fun. I think that's all the questions. Hey, there we go. Good questions, I'll say. Questions that actually encourage the discussion, which is nice. And also, we'll just answer anything anyway. So yeah, that's know. the yeah. We will we we will just answer everything and anything. Okay. On that note, shall we give out an award? Yes. Let's start thinking about. Let's start actually talking about the season ten. Drastically simplified the awards ceremony. Now it's just like five awards because I feel like it was ridiculous before. We had like 30 or 40 awards. I was and half like, of them were like, like, do you remember who you gave, I don't know, best newcomer to three seasons ago? I don't bloody know. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go with best episode to start with, because we can give a very brief rundown on each episode then, and that'll kind of lead into the other awards, if you get what I mean. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Brief overview. Mm-hmm. Episode one is where we saw Donald Thump, The Swarm. Um, Apollo versus Behemoth in the final and Behemoth going through. Which was huge drama. Big deal. Really cool. Really nice, like, I say upset victory, but at the same time, it's not like Behemoth are an underdog either. No, they're like, what, the longest running, most matches live kind of bar. You know, it's like proper vet. Proper veterans finally getting through to a grand final. That's awesome. And it also saw the spikes go flying, which actually made a huge difference to the rest of the season. Yeah, they really had to like reformat that, didn't they? <laughs> Half the time, there were no spikes after that. It yep. was just sparks coming out. It was just out. sparklers coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they still caused problems. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. Episode good. two is where we saw Carbide. We saw Carbide and Gabriel 2 duke it out in an epic battle. In a... Yeah, yeah, we'll more about that, yeah. Yeah, and that's the first time we saw Carbide starting to look 
a bit weak mm. is where he saw eruption do really well eliminate aftershock that part where will of aftershock's face flashed on screen remember that like a horror movie thing it's oh god to- yeah <laughs> yeah what was with that That's so we weird. still don't know that's very unnerving fantastic editing though that was great and it ends with carbide versus eruption and carbide winning so we get all of that yep episode three is where we saw rapid actually do stuff as opposed to last season yeah, rapid was delivering yeah yeah rapid was yeah. great it's where we saw the self-destruction of apex <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is um, probably the most intense self-destruction I've ever seen of a robot ever. <laughs> Bucky the robot with its mascot. Remember that? That yep, big, big old fluffy guy. Big old just yeah. square blob. Mm-hmm. And Terrorhurst was there <laughs> when Terrorhurst is being mentioned as afterthought a little bit. That's how great <laughs> the stuff was going on then. Terrorhurst yeah. got through and um, faced Rapid, and then Rapid beat them and got through to the final. So episode four, nuts two, <laughs> win Do the impossible. <laughs> And actually just destroy everything mm-hmm. undefeated. Um, took out Androne 4000 by taking out its, like, hydraulic arm, so fluid yeah, went everywhere. Yeah. Sniped concussion The twice. sniper shot. I'll never forget that, yeah. Iron Ore 6, like, Granddaddy is a Robot Wars, great flipper. Never Flipper never works, and it nope. is all underwhelming. A, a shame, that was, yeah. And the kegs got destroyed by concussion. It was a fun episode. Yeah. But that was all about Nuts 2 being absolute killers. Yeah. Episode 5, Expulsion, the ball robot, <laughs> Thor, Coyote, Magnetar, Hobgoblin, and Push to Exit. Hobgoblin took out Shunt's axe blade, if you yeah, remember that. Yeah, Got Went straight into the egg beater, didn't it? The egg, yeah. yeah, the egg beater. Egg beater, I don't see it, but... <laughs> the whole episode was basically Magnetar just killing stuff, yep. which it did. And Eruption, Expulsion just kind of hanging on. Yeah, Expulsion, even... Managing to get through to the Tenway battle. Yeah. Which is insane when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. And then the final episode, episode six. Wow. Tenway, chaos, mm-hmm. which eruption wins. Nuts 2 beats Carbide by taking out their chain. Incredible. What else happened? Rapid basically almost exploded in an electrical fire. Behemoth make the top four, their best performance ever. Well deserved. They beat Magnetar to do that. That's insane when you think about it. Yeah. And it ends with Eruption, the wild card, mm-hmm. beating Carbide and becoming champions. Literally a complete recovery. Yeah. It's insane. That's insane to think yeah. it, it won a 10 way battle. It beat like 15 or 16 robots in like one episode or something stupid like oh, that. That's great. So good. So good. Yeah. But what's the best episode? I have gone with the grand final itself. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Simple I as couldn't that. fault it. It was it was so good. It's brilliant. One of the best just season finales in general well, I've seen. Of, you think of everything that happened in that episode because we only have an hour slot to do <laughs> yeah, this. It was mental. And we had the battle royal. I mean, the win. The battle royal itself was amazing. The fact that the winner went on to win the whole thing <laughs> is mental. The redemption. Oh my god. No one can say it wasn't deserved because it beat nine robots <laughs> exactly. and then end up in the final itself. <laughs> Just to get on the card. It's insane, isn't it? That's crazy. It's crazy. And in the end, this is an interesting one. There were no undefeated bots this season. Last season, Carbide were undefeated. Mm-hmm. This season, the winner was a wild card. So they had lost anyway. They had definitely lost. lost, yeah. Carbide obviously not only lost the final match, mm-hmm. but they lost against Nuts 2 in the three-way. Exactly. So no one was a full-on 
undefeated yeah. super winner. So it's interesting the way it went, but yeah, that's definitely the best episode. Easily. One of the best episodes shot. of Robot yeah. Wars ever, if not the best episode of Robot Wars to ever air. Yeah, easily. Brilliant. At least if it does end here, it's the, it's an absolute ridiculous high. So. Exactly. Ended on the best. Oh, then the, um, then the international specials happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we didn't. <laughs> so we need more seasons. We're going to have to have more seasons. <laughs> we have to have more we seasons. We need another five star episode, please. So how about match of the series? I was going to say match of the year, but it doesn't work anymore because this is the second season that aired in 2017. I mean, for match of the season, we were spoilt for choice, but there really is only one correct choice. That's true. It's obviously. Gabriel 2, two carbide, carbide and Big, Big Nipper. Nipper. Five star match. As much as I love Big Nipper, they weren't or not. They weren't anything in this nope. match. It was Carbide versus Gabriel 2, essentially. Yep. It was that tension of Carbide, the dominant champions, their first appearance back, and they're already looking not weak. Threatened. But threatened. Suddenly because, because they couldn't one punch Gabriel out, and it just kept happening over and over over again and gabriel just kept coming back and back and because you're so used to seeing carbides matches run for like under 20 seconds to go the full time get a judge's decision out of it yeah. i feel like if gabriel 2 used a different weapon because i get they are experimenting with their entanglement there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if they used like their bigger sword or axe heavier weapons, heavier weapon yeah you know, they might have at least done enough damage there to get the judge's decision yeah it was such a close match if it kept going i think it would have been more likely that carbide ran out of go yeah and wear and tear would have just slowed the bot down to crawl whereas gabriel just keeps going yeah gabriel can last yeah so yeah it, oh brilliant match mm. and it's always nice to have that close fought match mm-hmm. where and either one of them were worthy winner brilliant exactly. brilliant match right the john cena Never give up award. Kept this in here because it had to be here. Yep, yep. Are yeah. you playing theme in the background? Yeah, of course. Good, 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 of course. Good. Okay, so so my pick's a little bit weird because usually, traditionally, I say traditionally, we've only handed this out twice before. <laughs> Third time. We look for a bot that gets so damaged but keeps going. Yeah. But what I've gone this time is for something slightly different. Okay. And I've gone with Bearmoth. So did no! I. <laughs> I'm guessing the same reason because they've been around for so exactly. long. Finally, and finally getting this far. Exactly. They never gave, gave up, up on the dream of making it to the grandest stage of them all in Robot Wars. For nearly 20 years, they never gave up, and that is why they get the John Cena Never Give Up Award. Exactly. Brilliant. <laughs> that's that is amazing. That's incredible. Swear to God, that is just the weirdest thing. But yeah, no, Actually, you think about it. And also, the recovery from last year. You know, last yeah. year was such a disaster. Yeah, or last series was such a disaster. To come back and do this performance. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. I gave honourable mention to Gabriel 2 for the for the fight yep. they had. For the five star, but yeah. It had to go to Bearmoth. It just Big had time. to. It had to. Yeah. Absolutely had to. Alright, I suppose before getting to the Hall of Fame and Hall of Flame, we'll do a quick um discussion on the changes and general themes of this season. So of course we had, for example, the Fog of War. Okay, now Fog of War. <laughs> Got a little bit of, uh, got a little, a little, little bit of a bad, uh, you know, bit of flack on, from the online community. I think a lot of people on, on, on Reddit and 
Twitter, Twitter and Facebook and, and people watching the show by the sounds of it, really, show, just everyone. Google Plus, YouTube, you know. MySpace. MySpace, <laughs> GeoCities. <laughs> AIM. <laughs> Roblox Online or whatever it's called. <laughs> Basically, no, yeah, it got a bit... I, controversially, I mean, most of the time it was annoying, but controversially, there there were some points where it's actually quite good that it went off. It there just juiced things up a bit, you know. I like the concept of essentially blinding them. Mm-hmm. The problem is it blinds everyone else. If you find a way to blind the roboteers, I don't yeah. mean like fling lemon juice in their eyes or no. something, but I don't know, a shutter comes down um, on the... What, uh, on the roboteer box? Yeah. Oh my god, and something just like blind that. them. That'd yeah. be brilliant. And, it just and then just them. dim the lights to imply that it's happened, so that it's got yeah, a, so a visual effect. A visual effect, yeah. But you can, you still, can still see. see. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good idea. Because that you get the same yeah. effect out of that, and at least that way... I think it'd be more entertaining because you would you would be seeing what the roboteers are yeah. trying to do with their robot exactly. whilst they can't see. That's a good idea. Whereas the fog of war, fog, and then at first, like the first few times it mm. happened, the robots would just be in a different place, and you'd be like, "Oh, nothing happened." And then after that, you could tell the roboteers kind of got used to it, yeah, and figured out that the best thing to do was just stay still, still and wait for it to go away. I mean, if you're a spinner, it makes sense because it also gives you a chance to really rev up. Yeah, but- exactly. But I mean, other than that, I mean, ideally, I think maybe in the production crew's head, it would be like the fog of war would happen. Then once the smoke clears, one of the bots would be wrecked. And it'd be like this cool reveal as the smoke slowly billowed away and you just saw this decimated It would be such a cool reveal, but at the same time, you've just missed... The coolest moment. The coolest moment. that's true. You've missed the impact. You need need at least a camera that can see through that smoke. It's a tough one. So it you can do the is, replay yeah. and be like, whoa, what happened in there? And then the replay would play and you'd be like, ah, there we go. Look, we can see now. Carbide actually has a little man inside, came out and flung the spinner out. And that's, <laughs> and now we can disqualify them for yeah. that. <laughs> Something like that. But we, alternatives to fog of war include, but are not limited to reverse pit. Reverse pit. Still my favorite. Just a pillar comes, comes up, up where the pit would normally be. And just stays there for a bit. And it's just annoying. Yep. A bit of an awkward thing to work around. Or yeah. the other form of reverse pit, which is just the pit stays up. And you've yeah. got to try and stay on that as the whole rest of the arena becomes the pit. That'd be amazing. It comes down of the smoke and all. Couldn't hate it. <laughs> Another idea. The arena slowly sh- starts to shrink as the match goes on. And they have less and less playing field. Like the walls start to close in. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And they have less and less space to run. Um, um, oh. Multi-ball! <laughs> so a bunch of like metal balls just come flooding so in. <laughs> it sounds like, it's like when a pinball machine, yeah, when you like, get, all these like, lights and mode, bells and whistles like, going off. Lots of screaming. Craig Charles' head suddenly floating past the screen. Nothing makes any sense anymore. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I'd be so happy. <laughs> so that's a good one. Oh, how about like you hit it and then it announces that it's upside down mode and they have to reverse their controllers and drive upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally forward so means backwards silly. and left means right on their controllers <laughs> for like, but reverse. just for 30 seconds. So all of a sudden they just lose basically all control. and just all Reverse over mode. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That'd be a nice one. Magnets. Magnets <laughs> would be a pit. Well, they suddenly go shooting to the roof. <laughs> you, 
<laughs> high powered magnets on the ceiling mode. That's a good one. It's, they go shooting to the roof along with the house robots and half the arena and the rigging. It <laughs> would be amazing. It would be great. Or redesign the arena so it's more like a skate park pool. So it's actually got like slopes on each side and you're looking down. So you can like actually do tricks by like riding up. You get points for tricks. This that's how you bring back style to the judging criteria. Exactly. <laughs> well it was a close match between Gabriel and Carbide, but I think the trick Gabriel You did pop that gnarly trick. So. He, did, he did he did pull off a full ten eighty there, so I think we'll have to give it to Gabriel. Tony Hawk mode, it'd be perfect. Tony Hawk yeah. mode. <laughs> trick mode. <laughs> Did you hear about that story about Tony Hawk recently? And he went to an airport and the airport, like, person working there was like, hey, you look like Tony Hawk. He's He's like, All right, like, yeah. yeah. And he went, I wonder what that guy's doing now. <laughs> <laughs> well, standing here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. We had the 10-way, the whole yeah. new format. Uh, everyone got a chance to fight. Mm-hmm. No more point-based league system. Yep. A more traditional style tournament. Yep. Where the second and third place went to a 10-way, so instead of the judges just deciding who they liked mm-hmm. as the wild card, you earned it. I think, generally speaking, all of that was a good idea. The format worked better. Everyone got a chance, exactly. which was the big issue yeah. last season and the season before that. Yep. And the 10-way was everything it needed to be, chaotic. I don't think there should be more than one 10-way per season. No, nope, no, it just needs that one just to make the last episode extra special. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah, people want more... But I think it's one of those things where if you really had like a 10-way every episode or two or three per season, you'd certainly, it wouldn't be special anymore. No, exactly. It work, It works good as one once. And yeah. the best thing about the 10-way is because in the previous series, they got a lot of flack over how picking the wild card would happen. Because yeah. obviously it was done behind closed doors. And even if you agreed with a pick, it was kind of like, well, you know, how are they coming to this conclusion? Is it a popularity contest or something? So now that's all been taken out and it's been like everybody fight and the winner gets to go on. Yeah. And it works pretty damn well. Yeah. I mean, the winner of the 10 way won, exactly. won the whole yeah. show. So you can instantly say it's not a case of be, it's not unfair or anything. No, big time. It, it works. It's literally been proven that you can do it. Speaking of the format, presentation, it's more streamlined, I guess. It's still got a cool kind of sports effect to it. You got those really decent, like, slow-mo replays, and everything looks very clean and crisp. The commentating from Dara and Angela was really good. I swear to God, Angela forgets that she's presenting it, and she thinks she's at home watching it on TV, because she just starts shouting, you know, she proper gets lost in the competition. Which is brilliant. It's exactly what you yeah, want. Exactly. And then Dara is there keeping his air of authority over everything. You know what I mean? But the thing, the thing with Dara is, you know, when he goes nuts and goes, whoa, you yeah, know something big happened. Massive. happened. You yeah. know, it's really yeah. crazy. It's good. It's a good dynamic. It really works quite nicely. The way the show was cut was very nice. Mm-hmm. Like everything kind of flowed. Yeah. You got like every, every team got their own little video and the little promos and yep. stuff and it all, flowed naturally in the episode but you know it felt like it was edited but wasn't exactly because it it flowed so well exactly you didn't notice big editing things or stuff like that subtle subtle return of music yeah only in the specials Mm. yeah but but that was it worked really well it was quite good because you didn't notice it you would only notice it if you wanted 
there to be music and you noticed there was music. I still reckon there was probably some people complaining online that the music wasn't there anymore. <laughs> you You'd have to direct them to the iPlayer and be like, watch it again. And, they okay. put the music back in. They did it so smoothly and subtly, you didn't even notice. Yeah, I think that worked very well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you, the big thing with the music is, as long as you can still hear everything that's happening in the arena, the clangs, the clashes, mm-hmm. the skids on the floor, it's fine. Yeah, you didn't want just this over-the-top, palm-muted riff mess. Exactly. Over-the-top Because then it does kind of stop. It takes you out of the competition. It turns it into... It almost makes it fictional when it you becomes put it less a musical sporty. background. Exactly. You don't have music playing in the background of a boxing match. Even know? WWE doesn't put music in the background exactly. of their matches. Yeah. It's, and that's overwhelmingly, proudly fake. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> and they don't exactly. do that because the presentation would just be too... Yeah. So you, you got to get it right. Just the right subtle amount of drama-enhancing music. Yeah, now we may as well get to the Hall of Flame and Hall of Fame. We'll start with our Hall <laughs> of Flame now, inductee. There is... I mean, there was a couple of... couple of clangers couple of in this zingers, one. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of zingers. Who have you gone with? I've not made a full decision yet. I've got two okay. nominees... With Rapid and Apex. Okay. So I have gone with Rapid. So definitively... It's got to be Rapid. Apex deserves an honourable mention for the intensity of its self-destruction. We've never seen anything like that. Yeah. It was literally like someone threw a grenade in the arena (laughs) and it jumped on it to save traction, whatever it was against. (laughs) Incredible. But wow, Rapid just... Rapid was proper on fire. With Rapid, because it was like the final episode, one of the last matches, it yeah. was almost like, God, there's just not a good Hall of Flame inductee yet. Yeah. Well, I may as well just catch a light and boom. <laughs> combust and see what happens next. Rapid was so on fire, though. Like, proper on fire. It wasn't like a little fire. No, but I like how it gradually... Gets worse. Yeah. So it's always oh, really smoking. You're like, yeah. oh, there's there's definitely an electrical fire inside yeah. there, there's, and that smoke a lot of is fumes intense. coming off. It kind of look, yeah. And then yeah. the smoke gets bigger and thicker, yeah. and then suddenly it's not just oh, there's a flame. It's rapid is now more fire than metal. It's it's the it's flames of hell. It's <laughs> it's, it's it's proper inferno. As everyone just sort of stares at it from the booth. It's like, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's gone. <laughs> it's basically just. Dollar bills burning in front of everyone. It's like, exactly. It's so expensive. Yeah, it's, it's, All of that gone. Yeah, in like, a fire. In a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think you can claim insurance no. on it, though, I'm afraid. Rows of health and safety guys, like, lined up nervously at the side of the arena, <laughs> yeah. thinking, oh, God, we've got to go in there now. Solve this freaking puzzle. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm so happy. It was, oh, it was just, it was just great to see a really dominant flipper bot. Just go against Carbide and get wrecked. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> it was nice to see Rapid do well, and then it was really nice to see Rapid combust. So <laughs> yeah. Rapid basically delivered on all fronts, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Rapid, yeah. <laughs> MVP of, to Rapid. Yeah. Yeah, sure. One of the most entertaining <laughs> bots <laughs> on the show, easily. Perfect perfect story for that yeah. for that character exactly. of Rapid, if yeah. you get what I mean. Yeah, that's really good. So congratulations, Rapid. Yeah. You're in the Hall of Flame. Now, the big one, the Hall of Fame inductees. So, obviously, there is an automatic inductee to the Hall of Fame. And who's that? That's the winner. Yeah, but they're already in the Hall of Fame. Well, you can be a two-time. Can you? I've decided you can. (laughs) Two-time Hall of Fame. (laughs) That would make Carbide and 
eruption because the top two of each season are automatic inductees. Holy moly. So yeah. that would make them both... I guess we'll put a special gold star next to their names. Yeah. They are... They've been upgraded to like platinum members of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> they've earned Hall of Fame status multiple carbides. Now that would be three times for carbides. Oh, exactly. Because yeah. they were runners-up of the first reboot season as well against Apollo. Yeah. Eruption's a gold member. Mm-hmm. Carbide now a platinum member of the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. They get like access to like the archives. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. Key to the city. Key to the city. Key, key to the city of robot wars. Sure. Okay, go on then. Who do you want to induct into the Hall of Fame? I... Because w- I've got a really tasty pick, but I want to hear yours. So I've got two written down. How many okay. have you got written down? Just the one. We'll go with you first in case it's the same as one of mine, because then I'll point. go with the other one. I have gone with Gabriel 2 to go yes. into the Hall of Fame because it did deliver the five-star performance. And even though it lost that match, that's the best match we've seen easily in all of these new series is yeah, in, basically in every season we've watched to review mm-hmm. that's the best match we've yeah. seen by far and large and it was I mean Carbide was doing what Carbide does which is just tear stuff up but Gabriel Tool just like ascended to like god tier robot and was just eating these hits that's a <laughs> god tier robot I know great... what I'm doing oh <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, I can hear myself doing, doing it as I say it. <laughs> But yeah, it was just phenomenal. It was like an unnatural level of damage being performed. At the apocalypse, there'll be Keith Richards riding Gabriel 2 around. Surrounded with cockroaches. (laughs) Surrounded by (laughs) nuclear cockroaches. Incredible. Definitely worthy, especially with the original Gabriel as well. Like the Mm -hmm. whole Gabriel lineage. Yeah. That's a a great, great inductee. Mm. Now I've got... I have to pick between these two. From the Hall of Fame, either... Behemoth mm-hmm. or Nuts 2. Oh no, that's like Sophie's choice. <laughs> it's literally oh, like picking a child. <laughs> which one? Which one? It's gotta be Behemoth. They just deserve they just need to be in there. Yeah. And this is the best Behemoth I've ever performed. This is the we'll, best time yeah. to induct them. Yeah. We'll never be inducting them for another season. It'll never make sense again. This hopefully there will be a yeah. chance in the future to put Nuts 2 in there. The yeah. Behemoth need to be in there, yeah, I feel this like. Is, this is their best run yet. It could be their best run ever. We don't know. Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully they repeat it all again in the next one. But Yeah, this could be yeah. the best they ever perform. And yeah. they just they need to go in the Hall of Fame for it. Yeah, it was such a, a great performance and a redemption story. And a story that spanned literally how many years? Nearly 20. Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be. Especially for Ant. I mean, it's a proper epic. So yeah, definitely. We'll go with Behemoth. Go with Behemoth. There you go. Perfect. Behemoth and Gabriel too. In the Hall of Fame. I don't know what else to say. It's all been very emotional. Yeah, it's been such a such a ride. Such mm. a long, long, long ride since we had that long ride of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Decided to talk about it. Yep. So next time we'll be getting back to classic stuff. Finally, yeah, we can, I think it's been like a year and a half since we started <laughs> reviewing season two, the, and we're not halfway through yet. The worst part is at the end of season two, we're going to try and review season two, <laughs> and it would have been like a year of watching it. Yeah, more, more than a year of watching the same series. I think late 2016s when we started reviewing season two. Yeah, let, let that sink in. Yeah, think about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we've we got to pump are these. Terrible. We've got to pump this season We're to have two to start out. churning out episodes at this rate to try and catch it, and to try and make sure that we can actually review it as a season at the end of it as well. Because <laughs> like, we just won't be able to. to to ensure that we actually manage to review it within our lifetime. <laughs> because at the speed we're going. We will be dead <laughs> yeah. before we finish Robot Wars. It's crazy, in its isn't entirety. it? That's terrifying. That it's is mental. But we're pretty dedicated. We're not going to stop. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's either we die or the whole thing gets reviewed. Oh, do I have to do my wrap up now? Don't I? Yeah. Ah, oh, no, it's been a while, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at podcast activate because someone already had at activate podcast and we are not bitter about that at all you can email us activate podcast at gmail.com we answer anything you ask us i think we've provided sufficient evidence during this podcast (laughs) that we will literally answer any question emailed to us i think making um each series overview a little q a episodes are good yeah absolutely but it stops us just rambling about random meaningless awards yeah we go on massive tangents like really easily i have no attention span as it is so all it takes is just one word and i start talking (laughs) about something completely different where Uh, else can you find us ben we are now on facebook yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know how you find something on facebook let me just look at the old facebook on the (laughs) phone figure out how to look for look for ourselves on facebook you just open up the app there's the search bar at the top you type in activate podcast i'm doing this in real time or you wonder you want to find the page the community page not the link do you find uh-huh. it no okay. but I'm, I'm looking um oh got it right there yeah, we, we are. activate the robot wars podcast on facebook follow us like us i could put more in-depth posts on facebook and things like videos we could upload to facebook quite exactly much easier video and then you can share them with people you're not embarrassed to share robot wars content with who could be embarrassed yeah i know right and it's much easier to follow something on facebook i find anyway i've actually cluttered my own facebook feed with meme pages yeah i see more from that kind of thing than i do from people now. yeah I have less interest in people and more interest in things <laughs> yep. thanks to Facebook. As ironic, really, for like a social, the biggest social media platform in the world. And I mostly follow what might likely just be bots. <laughs> yeah. So, nonetheless, you can find us there. And obviously, if this is your first time listening to us, go back and listen to all of our episodes we've ever made. And yeah, we've got like 30 something or so yeah, now. Yeah, that's a long, long time listening, that is. And review us on iTunes because a five star review apparently just raises the bar. It does us a lot of favours to have a nice review on iTunes. Just saying. <laughs> just, just saying. Just saying. Not to put you on the spot or anything, but well, you know, I mean, a five star review, it's not like it costs you anything. <laughs> <laughs> We do this for free. (laughs) (laughs) Please give us something. (laughs) All right. And we'll catch you next time when we go back to the good old fashioned series two. Ah, the good old days. Yep. That'd be great. Bye.